when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And the disciples said unto him, Thou seest this multitude throng in thee, and seest thou who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had been done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Amen. I want to talk this morning about an encounter with Jesus. An encounter with Jesus. And I need to make a distinction between just showing up being in the crowd and having a true encounter with, with Jesus. In this day that we live in now, there's a lot of emphasis put on praise and worship. And I'm glad to see the church grow to a point where people don't mind praising. Glad to see the church grow to a point where people are really into worship. I, that there was a time when people thought that only holiness folk could do that. I'm just glad to see us come to a point where we are into praise and we are into worship. But the one thing that we must bear in mind as we now move into this era and this age of thanking God and thank God we can praise and thank God we can worship. We have worship teams and praise teams and Worship dances and praise dances. We are praise all around. But, but, but the one thing is I, I, that I want to make sure that we get is that when we praise him, God inhabits the praises of his people. Said another way, if you praise him, if you worship and you praise him, he'll show up. I wonder if I got a witness here. You praise him just right and you Go, go into his presence with thanksgiving and worship. He will show up. You, you often hear me hear, you often hear me hear say these words when the spirit is high and we're in high worship. You hear me say, if I wanted anything from God, I'd ask him for it right now. 
Because I know that when we worship him, he's in the house. And that's a pretty good time. Pretty good time to ask him and tell him what it is that you want. I wonder how many folk, I wonder how many folk show up for church every Sunday. Have been doing that for most of their lives, but have really never had a true encounter. Show up, been there, but really never really had a true encounter, a, an experience with Jesus. Even among those who have believed on him and accepted him as Lord and Savior. Even among those who have committed themselves to coming into his presence, they are faithful to come to the house of God. They are faithful to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, even among them. You see, my brothers and my sisters, there is a difference between being able to say we had a wonderful time being able to say, oh, didn't we have a wonderful worship experience today? It, there's a difference in, in, in saying that and saying we had a good time and saying, you know what, I got my deliverance today. There's a difference there. There's a difference. There's a difference in saying we had a good time and I, I got my healing. Are y'all hearing me? That's an encounter. That's the kind of encounter that is available whenever you come into the presence of Jesus. Somewhere along the way, we have forgotten that every opportunity to enter into his presence is an opportunity to reach out and touch him. Are y'all hearing me? Don't, don't settle for just being in his presence when, when, when you really can just reach out and touch him. You see, one thing, it's one thing to take your car into the shop for regular maintenance. It's another thing to take it in and say, I got a tie losing air. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing this. <laughs> it's one thing to go for regular maintenance. That's what we do on Sunday morning. We come for regular. But it's another thing to go there and say, something is wrong. My battery ain't charging right. Are y'all hearing me? It's one thing to go in for just regular maintenance. And that's what most of us do on Sunday morning. We just come in for regular maintenance. But I come today with some news for you that if there's anything that you need from the Lord, uh, are you hearing me? If you, 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 you got a, you, you got a Titus knocking a little bit, are y'all hearing me? You got something going on. It's a good time. Amen. Not just to have a good time, but to reach out and touch. In this text, we have a woman. And I need to point out that at this point, she has no name. The writer refers to her as a certain woman. I've learned that whenever the Bible doesn't give a name, that means it could have been any of us. <laughs> could have been anybody. Yeah, yeah. A certain woman shows up. We don't know a name. But the Bible does tell us that she was sick. She was losing blood. But not only was she sick, she had been sick for a long time. She was sick for 12 years. Get it now, get it now. We don't know her name, but we do know her condition. Are y'all hearing me? 
And it's sort of sad. It's sort of sad. It's just a fact. But it's sort of sad when your, your name is upstaged by your condition. When folk don't know your name, but they know your condition. Are y'all, isn't it sort of sad? Isn't it sort of sad when your name is upstaged by your folk who have not taken the time to get to know you, who know all about your business, who, who know all, everything wrong with you. They don't know your name, but they know your condition. Verse 26, verse 26 says that she has suffered. Read this close. She had suffered many things. Read it close because it really don't make sense. She had suffered many things at the hands of her physicians. She had suffered many. Are y'all hearing me? Let me say it another way. She was being hurt by the folk who she was expecting to help her. Are y'all seeing this? She, she was being hurt by the very folk that she was expecting, to, that she was looking to for help. But read it again. Look at it again. Not only were they not helping her, they were making her condition worse. It's right there in the text. It's right there. Now, not only were they helping her, they were making her condition worse. But then take one more look. Take one more look. Not only were they making her condition worse, they were charging her for doing it. Are y'all seeing this? Yeah. So here you are going to somebody. You expect them to help you out. They're not helping you. They're making you worse. And they're taking your money. How do you know that? Well, the Bible says she has spent all that she had trying to get better. Spent, spent all that she had. This woman is at the end of her rope. She's sick, seems like she can't get well, and now she's broke. She doesn't have any money left. But all of that changed in verse 26. All that's 26. Look at 27, 27, 26. She's at the end of the rope, but 27 says she heard. She heard of Jesus. She heard of Jesus. You, 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 I, I'm not sure. What she heard now, I'm not, not sure what she heard. Maybe she heard about the storm that came up the other night and just got gone all at once. Don't know. Maybe she heard about the man out in the cemetery who, who everybody was scared of who was now clothed. I don't know what she heard, but something she heard. And based on what she heard, based on what she heard, based on what she heard, you do know that faith comes by hearing. Are y'all hearing me? Faith comes by hearing based on what she heard. She came up with a plan. Heard something about Jesus and she came up with this plan. Listen to this plan. Based surely on what she believed was possible. Based surely on what she thought could happen. She came up with a plan. And let me point this out to you. Let me point this out to you. This is a, an important thing. Note that she didn't tell nobody. She came up with her own plan. Yeah. Yeah, one of the writers says she said to herself, and I found out that when you're getting ready to move in faith, a good person to talk to is yourself. Yeah, I believe she shared with somebody else. Somebody else would have talked out of it. I believe she'd have said, shared it with somebody else. They said, child, you know you ain't got no business. 
down. Are y'all hearing me? But she said it to herself. Came up with her plan and said to herself, this is what she said to herself. If, if I can just touch his clothes. Are y'all hearing this? She didn't read that in no book nowhere. Ain't nobody told her that. She came up with that in herself. If I can just touch his clothes. You see, brothers and sisters, this, this is moving it beyond naming it and claiming it. Oh, y'all, this, it takes a step beyond blab it and grab it. Here is a woman who is moving, moving in faith. And who has come up with a plan and knows that God is a... Are y'all hearing me? She didn't just come up with a plan. She didn't just come up with a plan. She put her plan in action. Let me help somebody here. You can plan all you want to. You can have all of the wonderful plans in the world. But if you don't put your plan in action. She put a plan in action. She went. The Bible says she went, here's this crowd. There's always a crowd around where Jesus is. Wherever the word gets out that Jesus is there, there's always a crowd. The Bible says she went and she got in the crowd. Got in the crowd. Get the picture now. Multitudes, according to the word of God, people are thronging Jesus. People are all around him. Everybody has showed up, but, 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 but. And she is just one person in this massive crowd of folk who are just trying to get close to where Jesus is. But there is a difference. There's a difference in her and all these other folk in this crowd. There's a difference. There's a difference in, 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 in her and the other folk in the crowd. She wasn't just there to be in the number. Y'all hear me? She wasn't just there to be able to go out and tell everybody I went Sunday. Are y'all hearing me? She, she wasn't interested in being just one in the number. She, she wasn't interested in just being there to see what he was going to do for somebody. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, she wasn't interested in just uh, sitting back and watching somebody else get a blessing. She was there because she needed something. Are y'all hearing me? She was there because she had a need. She needed a blessing. She needed her healing. She needed to be made whole. Are y'all hearing me? So she shows up in this massive crowd. Look at her. I ain't interested, not interested in seeing how the choir is going to do today. Y'all hear me? I ain't interested in who's going to be there today. Not interested in, in seeing who shouted today. I don't even care who's preaching today. Are y'all hearing me? I came to get a touch. I came. Are y'all hearing me? I came today to have an encounter with that man. Thank God for fellowship. Thank God for fellowship. Thank God for good music. Thank God for a wonderful worship experience, but don't forget that every time you come into the presence of God, are y'all hearing me? Don't you forget that every time you show up in here, there is an opportunity for you to reach out and touch. There's an opportunity for him to solve your issue. Yeah? There's an opportunity for him to turn things around for you. Are y'all hearing me? 
The Bible says she presses her way. She presses her way. She presses her way. You got all these folk here. You ain't just going to walk up to him. But what she wants, she wants it bad enough that she's willing to press. Are y'all hearing me? I've seen folk turn around at the door and go back home because the usher looked at them funny. Are y'all hearing me? I've seen folk walk in here and see the wrong person sitting in the chair to preach and turn around and walk out. Are y'all hearing me? But I'm here to tell you uh, that if you come here looking for something, Are y'all hearing me? If you come here with a need and with a made-up mind that today I'm going to touch, are y'all hearing me? Make up your mind that today I ain't going to let nobody turn me around. What I need, I'm going to him to get it. She pressed. She pressed her way through the crowd. She wasn't interested in making a scene. She didn't walk down the center aisle so everybody could see her. Y'all hear me? She wasn't interested in making a scene. She just needed a touch. She pressed her way. Pressed her way through the crowd. I can see people pushing her, and I can see people wondering what she's doing. And that. But she pressed her way and touched his garment, touched the hem. One writer said, the hem of his garment. I ain't got to touch his head. I don't have to put my arm around his shoulder. If I can just touch, y'all hearing me? That's faith right there. If I can just touch, not his garment, the hem of his garment. 29 says, she touched his clothes. Him of his garment. And and, 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 and Mark says, this is what Mark says. He says, and Mark's word is straightway. I like that word. Straightway means you ain't got to wait on it. (laughs) Straightway means in a hurry. Fast, quick, and in a hurry. Straightway. Mark says, straightway, she was healed. Y'all hear me? Just pressed her way through that big old crowd, reached down, touched the hem of his garment, and he said, straightway, she was healed. Now, this could be the end of the story. The woman wanted something. She went to Jesus. She got it. That could be the end of the story. But Jesus keeps the story going. Jesus keeps the story going by asking a question. Who touched me? Y'all hearing this? Who who touched me? And even the disciples looked at him funny. Even the disciples looked at him strange. Jesus, you see this crowd of folk. All these people out here, and you're going to raise, stop, and raise a crazy question. We already running late. This man's daughter sick. We trying to go see about his daughter. Yeah, we already running late, and here you are raising a crazy question. Who touch? Who touch my clothes? 
Jesus, it could have been anybody. Look at this crowd here. Jesus said, no, you ain't hearing what I'm saying. Somebody, I didn't say somebody brushed up against me. Y'all hear me? I, I know folk are thronging me on every side, but you ain't hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying somebody in this crowd, not accidentally, not by accident, somebody has reached out and touched me because I felt power leave. I felt virtue. Are y'all hearing me? Somebody. Are y'all hearing me? This whole crowd of folk up in here, but one person. Somebody touch me. I know there are folk who accidentally and incidentally brushing up against me, but somebody touch me. Somebody in this crowd touch me on purpose. Let me say it again. Somebody in this crowd touch me on purpose. Oh, they all showed up because they love me. They all showed up because they want to be in my presence. But somebody touched me on purpose. I wonder, is there anybody in the house this morning? I wonder, is there somebody in the house today that desires to touch him on purpose? Yeah, I know I come every Sunday to be here every Sunday. I show up every time the doors open, but every now and then you ought to touch him on purpose. Jesus said, who, who touched me? I got to raise another issue. Got to raise another issue. Jesus is omniscient. <laughs> I mean, he knows everything. Are y'all hearing? Do you think for one minute that Jesus really didn't know <laughs> Who touched him? Do you think for one minute that he was asking because he did not know who touched him? I want to submit to you this morning. I want to submit to you that although he knew, he was opening the door for her to testify. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. He, he was opening the door for her to tell somebody. Are y'all hearing me? He was opening the door for her to tell somebody what had just happened. Are y'all hearing this? So I believe if Jesus had not asked that question, that woman probably would have eased right on out of that crowd. Went on back to her home. Are y'all hearing me? Just happy that she got her deliverance. I believe she probably would have just eased on back out of the crowd and never said a word. But I'm here to tell you that whenever the Lord does something for you, are y'all hearing me? I'm here to warn you and to tell you uh, that if the Lord does something for you, I wonder if I got a witness here. You need to tell somebody. You need to say something. You don't need to keep that to yourself. Are y'all hearing me? As a matter of fact, there ought to be something burning inside of you that said, you know, I said I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I couldn't keep it. You need to tell somebody. The Bible says that when he asked that, the woman just went and bowed herself down before him and began to tell the story. 
Matter of fact, the Bible says she told everything. She told it all. She told exactly what happened. She, she said right there in front of the crowd how sick she was and how long she had been sick. But just a moment ago, I touched. And when I touched the hem of his garment, now yeah, yeah, everything is all right now. Jesus, after she gave her testimony, after she told what Jesus had done, as she told the story, Jesus, listen, look, read it, read it. Verse 15. Yeah, yeah, verse 34. Jesus says, daughter. God calls her daughter. That's, 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 that's verse 34. Said unto her, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy your faith has made you whole. Daughter, now get this. In verse 15, she's a certain woman. In verse 34, she's daughter. Somebody ought to be shouting. In verse, she's a nobody. In verse 15, but now... Jesus, the Son of God, calls her daughter. Got a relationship. Are y'all hearing me? Got a relationship going here. But then, listen to this next statement Jesus made. Don't, don't you, I don't want you to leave here thinking, he says to the woman, I don't want you to leave here thinking that my clothes had something to do with your healing. I want to make sure we got the story right. I, I want you to leave here thinking that there's something magic about my clothes. I, you have folk trying to steal my clothes. No, it ain't my clothes. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, he, he, he won't say, don't, don't, don't leave here thinking that my clothes had anything to do with healing you. Here is what healed you. Your faith. Is that in your book? Your faith has made you whole. Not only has it healed you. <laughs> Sometimes you get more than what you bargained for. He, yeah, she, she went there for healing, but yeah, he said your faith has made you whole. Are y'all hearing me? Read 34. What it says is that because of your faith, you have been made whole. Y'all hearing this? And then sort of like an afterthought. That's all like, read it, read it, read it real close. It's sort of like an afterthought. He says, now your faith has made you whole, but sort of as an afterthought, he says, and by the way, your issue's gone too. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Your faith has made you whole, but by the way, you ain't bleeding no more. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, don't ever settle for healing when you can be made whole. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, y'all don't ever settle for being healed uh, when you can be made whole. I wonder if I got a witness here that Jesus will make you whole. Because of her faith, he, he shows up. Yeah, yeah, because she showed up expecting something. Because she came into a crowd that was there, all there to worship, all there to praise, but she came expecting something. 
How good is it? How good it is for the people of God to come together? How good is it for folk of God to come together in prayer and in worship? But don't forget that praise and worship puts you in the presence of an able God. That's all I got for you today. Yeah, worship and praise puts you in the presence of a, 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 an able God. And uh, my brothers and sisters, uh, if you come to know him as an able God, you know that whatever I got going, I can bring it to him. I wonder if I got one witness in the house that I, yeah, I, I can carry it to him and leave it. Are y'all hearing me? I can take my burdens to the Lord and I can leave them there. I wonder if anybody in the house knows him as a fixer. Anybody knows that he'll fix it. Anybody knows that he'll turn it all around. That's what he did on Calvary. He fixed it on Calvary. Are y'all hearing me? Sinner on my way to hell, no heaven in my view. But he fixed all of that at Calvary when he stretched out and died for my sin. Died for the sins of the world. Laid him in a borrowed tomb, but early Sunday morning. He, he, he got up. He, he's a fixer. That's whose presence. That's whose presence you, you come into. When you come into this place, you come into the presence of somebody who is able. Come into the presence of one. You, you invoke the presence of somebody who can turn it all around. Shame on you. Just to keep showing up and keep carrying your issue right on back out the door. Shame to keep showing up and leave carrying your heavy load. He's a fixer. And if you're here today, if you're here today, let me invite you. Let me invite you to become a part of the community of the redeemed that will put you on the fix-it list. If you'll just enter his presence and come before him just right and, and seeking something and by faith reach out to him, he'll turn it all around. If you're here today, if you're here today, let me invite you to come if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved Jesus keep me